to the veteran Abercrombie. The Alpha tries again, misses it, makes. Top spins up and in. Up goes Rockwell. Not straight. Not straight, that. Oh, boy. Oh. Not straight. He Crunch. doesn't even need to go off the back now, Mateta. They just need to win it. Fine. Win the hook. <laughs> Time is up on the clock. There goes the siren. And Kubeli kicks it out. Argentina win for the first time in New Zealand. Eddie, your last comment before you left was to tell the collective media to give themselves an uppercut. How do you reflect on those comments? Right? Probably need to give myself an uppercut, do <laughs> Probably wasn't uh, the wisest thing to say, but sometimes you say things uh, in the heat of the moment that you regret, mate. Welcome into Izzy and Kempi for breakfast here on SENZ. It is four past six. Our morning, gentlemen, we are on the cusp, on the cusp of another big upset at the Cricket World Cup. The Dutch need one wicket to beat South Africa. South Africa needs 72 runs from 36 balls with one wicket in hand. Looks like we're going to get another upset at the Cricket World Cup. We'll keep you up to date with that as uh, it continues on. The last six <laughs> overs about to start wow. now. Morning, Israel Dag. How are you, sir? Good, thank you, T. Wow, that's crazy. Netherlands, 245 for eight. And then they're just about to roll South Africa. You'd say they have to get home comfortably there. That would be a major, major upset in the Cricket World Cup, which has been full of upsets at the moment, while our Kiwis, the Black Caps, absolutely fly. But lads, take a listen to this. <sighs> you know what this is, eh? the national anthem how dare you both how dare you both give yourselves an uppercut go <laughs> against our flag our nation <laughs> new zealand take a listen take it all in kempi and rick dog take it all in please Yes, 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 that is right, that is right, that is our national, national New Zealand anthem, and you two, I can't even find the words to describe you two, win against nation flag as we stand tall with pride <laughs> up against the Irish, and you know what the ultimate consequence is for that, is your hair is going blonde today and i cannot wait so watch the socials watch it all unfold because tony and ricardo ball are going blonde today post this show 
<laughs> that is right. I was wondering where you were going. Where you were going for that? I just want to say, you know, talk about being roped in, roped into this. <laughs> <laughs> on the back, I, I, what I do love about this though, Rick Dog, make sure you clip that, please, Kiz. Make sure you clip that because before Christmas, Izzy will have to do something. I guarantee it. <laughs> All right, and I want to play that back. I'm not silly. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to be still a silly bit like that. You, Come already, on. You, you already did one. What are you talking about? You weren't that what far away. That? From, well, you weren't that far away from having to go blonde yourself, were you? Nah. It was just Jordy. It was Jordy confident. Jordy Barrett's stomach is the only thing between you and blonde hair right now. <laughs> yeah. And, and I still haven't. I still haven't heard the clip where I'm actually the one who's guilty. Have you found it? Well, over the last. I'll put three out days? a. I'll put out a poll, mate. And you're well and truly on Ireland's side. <laughs> <laughs> but hey. it's all happening today, oh, and I could not be happier. Yeah. No, it's uh, it is happening today. So, yeah, get ready. Oh, oh my God! Oh, the great, the great, <laughs> the great blondini that is Tony Kemp. Um, so I just had to come with that before yeah, we start no, no, the show. No, 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 fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Coming up on the show, actually, uh, there's a, it's a big day uh, for New Zealand and Australian relations today. Uh, they, they play for the uh, the footballing ashes in London, the All Whites and the uh, Socceroos. That kicks off after seven o'clock, about seven forty-five. So Jacob Spoonley, former All White goalkeeper, is coming on at seven. Um, we've got uh, Brad Weber, uh, your old mate um, from the Hawks Bay, coming yep. on to talk the NPC final as the uh, Magpies have to go to the Naki to take on the Bulls. Mm. And then after 8 o'clock, uh, he's a bit of rugby royalty out of Argentina, Frankie Dagas. Uh, he is basically mm. the voice of rugby in Argentina. He's coming on out of France to give us uh, his thoughts on Argentina All Black semi final as well. So we've got all that and more coming your way. Right now, though, time to give you an opportunity to win a $100 Adidas golf voucher with Getaway with Adidas Golf, adidas.co.nz, Getaway with Golf, T's and C's apply. It is Who Am I? Here is clue number one. I've played provincial rugby for both counties and Canterbury. I've played provincial rugby for both counties and Canterbury. That is clue number one. Counties Oh, and man, Canterbury. this has stumped me. Has it? Legit, yeah, right, yeah. Like, I, I, I feel like I, sh- I should know this. Like, it's there, but I just can't. I just can't register who, who it will be. But I'm sure, once something goes off in the dome, I'll get it because I reckon I played with this person. I'll, I've, I'll have a, I'll have a guess. Mm. I've only, only just got that clue, so yeah. I'll have a guess. But I'll have a guess in the break. Okay, all right. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you how close you are. Double eight, double three is the ten for bedpost text machine. So you know the answer to that. Who am I for the hundred dollar Adidas golf voucher? I've played provincial rugby for both counties and Canterbury. Double eight, double three was the answer to that. Uh, it is time now, though, for this round one. Five. Triple threat, the three big questions of the morning, starting with this one. The Kiwis side to play Samoa was announced yesterday. Tony Kemp, haven't had a yeah. look at that team. What excites you the most? Oh, she's a she's a pretty good team and a good and a decent bench too. Uh with um New Brown coming in for his debut at Hooker. I think uh mate, he's got some he's got some talent around him. You know, he's got players in form. Uh, Jerome Hughes and Dylan Brown and, and Charles Nicol Clock start at the back with um, Tomoko and, and of course, Joey Manu in the centres. They've got plenty of strike power. 
across the board. If there was one area that probably um, I think I think was questionable was maybe the edges. I'd, I'd, I like Nakota from Cronulla. I think he's a great player. I think um, probably in the year that he's had with the West Tigers, he's lucky to be in the side. I think that that could have been uh, maybe a position that we looked at. But in in general, 95 percent of that side hard to beat. Hard to beat. You got you got the the young boy Leo too from Newcastle who played front row up there, um, sitting in that seventeen jersey and Kieran Foran, who's four hundred years old, is back on the bench probably covering the hooker spot. <laughs> what about you, Izzy? What about for Noah uh, Brown? For... Actually, I saw the other day he's just signed for Hull. He's going to be playing Super League. He's got a one year deal up at Super League. Wow, that's crazy. Um, well, for me, I, I love the team. That is, a, that is a team that excites me, particularly the back five. Um, but I'm going to go for one player that uh, in 27 he made his debut for the Bronx, had a stint at the Titans. His career was in limbo, and he didn't really understand or know what was going to happen. And then he signs for the Dolphins, and we know what eventuated there. 24 tries in a struggling Dolphins team, um, and pretty much stamped his mark on the NRL competition match, that of one and only Mal Meninga. He's at 80% goal-kicking rate, so he's going to kick for the Kiwis, I feel, on the weekend. That is fourth best in the NRL, and there's Jermaine Asako. I think Jermaine Asako on the wing, we know what he's been able to do for the Dolphins, and seeing him in a Kiwis jersey and what it means to him. So that that's a that's a position that really excites us. Christchurch boy, he's got family here, so he's... um. He spends a bit of time in this this area, uh, so I, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing him play. Unc, I just think, um, yeah. man, he was he was devastating throughout the NRL and a struggling team. Yeah, I hope they can li- I hope they can light it up because that back line mm. has plenty of potential. Absol- mm. Absolutely, yeah. can if they can get that. I guess that dominance in the middle. Australia dominated Samoa in the middle of the park. So, um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what's going on. I'm wondering what you guys are laughing at. I'm laughing at this text that's come through. With some of Izzy's betting predictions, Don't I thought even he, me into it. I thought he would have been blonde already. <laughs> one for all, all for one. Dagger must join in. Hey. Cheers, Andre. Hey, come on, put that poll up. Cheers, put that poll up. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, There's no it. chance, Andre. Cut it out. Uh, good stuff, Andre. Uh, let's get to this. Round two. All right, boys. Uh, Brazilian football coach Fernando Denis has said that Neymar is one of the greatest players in the history of football after recent criticism. He got hit by a bag of popcorn thrown by the stands from the stands after they drew one all at home with Venezuela actual, the other day. Your actual bag of popcorn. Actual bag bag of popcorn. Uh, Did yeah. He Yum. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ESPN Brazil ran a poll to find out the top ten greatest Brazilian players ever. He didn't make the top ten. Mm. Neymar. And that's the fans voting. So who did you play with that was underrated or didn't get the plaudits they deserved, Kimpy? Uh, for hands down, um, one of the best I, I played with because you because you always when you when you're sort of playing in the backs and you end up in the halves, you always look at your forwards um, and you look at the blokes that probably lay the foundation so you can actually p- play your, play the type of football. And there's a guy at Newcastle called Anthony Butterfield that played front row back in the late 80s, early 90s. He actually played Origin for New South Wales, but didn't go on to Australia. By far and by a country mile, the most underrated player I've ever played with. Like, would would hurt people. At Tony 90, Butterfield. Would hurt people at 95 kilos. I watched him in a game one time against a guy called Mark Brokenshire. 
at, at Manly. We played Manly, and it was brutal, mate. It was when the five-metre rule, just before the 10-metre rule came in, and the Fords were belting each other, and Mark, he, he hit Mark Brokenshire that hard that his arm snapped. Oof. And he, they used to call him a Bruise brother. Some of a guy called David Boyd, they used to call him the Bruise Brothers. And when they hit back then, you could. I was playing fullback, and it was like, man, I am so glad I am standing back here. And he hit Mark Brokenshaw this hard, he broke his arm. Well, Mark Brokenshaw, he was from Newcastle too, but he played for Manly. He played the whole game. They came on, strapped the, just wrapped the thing around it, and ran into him all game with a snapped arm. Man, it's about that, about that time you're like, you know what, I'm going to play this game. I know I'm fullback. I'm going to play this game about 10 metres deeper than usual. <laughs> just... and, but, 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 but what I'm saying with Butts, that was him, like his training was like, he was just an absolute, you know, bloke who just 100, gave 100% no matter what. So his training when he played. But the other thing is they call it playing above your weight. At 95 kilos in that comp playing front row, Mm. Mate, one one of the most underrated I've ever played with. All right, Tony Butts for Kempi. What about you? Is he? Oh, uh, I've been thinking about this since since I've seen the question, and it would have been easy for me to go against uh, go with Matt Todd. Mm. You know, Matt Todd play with him, and you see he made teams. He got probably applauds applauds from from all the public, but probably didn't get recognised enough because he was in a position that was absolutely stacked. So be easy for me to go to him, but I'm going to go to the Hawks Bay in my OG years, back in 06, 07, 08, and I'm going to go with a guy called Michael Johnson. So Michael Johnson was a 6-4 Hawks Bay Magpies. He'd been there for forever. He was in, he was ancient when I even arrived on the scene. He played over 80 games. I think he's played over 100 games now for the Magpies. Uh, someone that just went around his work. Worked extremely. I looked at him after the game. He had cut eyes. He had rucks all over his body. But he just had an engine and a motor, and he'd go for days. And he was in a team that was just coming back into first division. He made the Hurricanes. He had a couple of games for the Hurricanes. He got an opportunity there, but never really kicked on. I feel like Michael Johnson, if given the pathway and the opportunity to play, could have potentially gone on and, and been a, one of the great ones. So many, many Hawks Bay fans will probably know who I'm talking about, MJ. Uh, he's a good man, um, but uh, yeah, probably didn't get the accolades that, that he deserves. So I have to go with Michael Johnson from the Mighty Hawks Bay. Round three. All right, third and final. Yesterday we saw squash, flag football, baseball, softball, and cricket all added to the uh, 2028 Olympic schedule. How, how good? How good is that like, for softball? Oh, massive. I think the way it works is that the it'll be baseball for men, softball for women. Oh. I think How average? How average is that for softball? <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, because we got we got we got plenty of good softballers down mm. where I come from. You know, Jared Martin's a Hall of Famer. Um, Bevan Martin now is a high perf- high performance manager of softball. Uh, those boys from from my hometown in Waitara. Um, I read that this morning. I thought, how good? But but yeah, not so well, it's good. Here, it's here softball slash baseball, and I think in the states that's, that's the way they do it. So softball generally is at the top level is played by women, and baseball is men. I got one. Mm-hmm. I got one that, that potentially you're going to ask. Which sport do you want to see gone from the games? Yeah. And I, I've been thinking about this. This might be controversial, Rick Dog. And yeah. this, I don't know, but but for me, I think football. Mm. Um, and I know you're probably going to go why, but I I think do do the international teams take it ser- seriously? Like they've got so many top line competitions that are probably held above the Olympics, whereas. Many sports and disciplines that go to this, this is the top, this is the top of the echelon for them, you know, going there and getting a gold medal. You see 
how much it means for them. Like the football, I think it's a it's an under twenties twenty three competition, isn't it? Mm, Through in yeah. the Olympics. Um, so is it really taken that seriously? I don't know. I was just having a thought. I was going through it and I was thinking, what what one when I thought maybe maybe football? Yeah, Olympics doesn't need football, and football doesn't nah, want, and football, they don't. football doesn't want to be at the Olympics. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah, football doesn't need it because it's the biggest. You know, yeah. both of them are the well. I don't know what the Olympics is like now, but they were the biggest viewed sports, weren't they? The Olympics and the World Cup of football. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, that's why I was going down that track, Kempe and yeah. Rick. Just just thinking like it's not the the everything for them. It's probably just a tick the box moment. And do other do the countries, the major countries, take it serious enough? So I'd say probably football. For I, me. I think the Olympics should be the pinnacle of your sport, right? And yeah, if it's it not be, the yeah. pinnacle of your sport, you shouldn't be there. And, and that's, you know, football, FIFA, mm. FIFA don't want the Olympics to have anything that's going to rival the World Cup, which no. is why they don't let yeah. them full men's teams go. Yeah. And and, yeah, and, and it's a difficult one to select, Rick, when you're asking what sport would you like to see in it? Because I would like to see rugby, rugby league there. They, you know, I think if you're, you're going to World Cups and then the, it's meant to be that way, isn't it? World Cups and then the Olympics, but yeah. it's not. Um, well, what other sport would I say? From a viewer, People that want to, you want to keep them interested in the in the Olympics. I I guess UFC. So go and get your best fighter in your weight division from your country, and they all get in that ring. Oh, so this is one that you want to see added. Added. Yeah. Okay. All right. There yeah. you go. There you go. Uh, that has been uh, the triple threat. I tell you what, the South Africans are holding on. They are still nine down, but they need sixty-one mm. from fourteen balls. So they might see it out. Um, because there is run rate does come into it, and if you don't bat out your overs, it negatively affects your run rate. So maybe they're just trying to make sure they don't get all out. But uh, there we go. It's a big upset brewing oh, at the what? Cricket World Cup. South Africa need 61 from 14 balls with one wicket at hand. The Netherlands look like they're going to get the W. Another text that's come through, w- double eight double three. Morning, boys. I think it was only Big Rick that... Uh, uh, Thank you, Mark. I've, you've got to stick up for your league, brother Kempe. He never took the bet. All he said was that he had Irish grandparents. And stick up for me. Oh, you did well, Mark. You, like, Mark, I, I know so yourself. I know yourself through and through. And Just listen. Clearly, he was throwing so barbs. Right. He was throwing barbs. A bit of shade. You know you were a kimpy. Even Jay, she told me. She said that yeah, at home you were getting lippy. You were saying Irish all day. So I've got, got back up. Oh, well, there you go. He's got back up. He's got back up. Your toes, kimpy. Your toes. Now, now, now he's like, now he has been a Philadelphia lawyer. He's, he's uh, throwing shade. Well, I'll tell you, it's a never-ending story, this, isn't it? Uh, bring it for David, six. you, mate. 22 past 6 here on SCNZ. Need a new mobile plan? Visit Kogan Yes, mobile. I do, Rick Dom. We know you do. Uh, you're <laughs> listening to Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. <laughs> Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, keeping you healthy this spring.